I get really sad when a TV show ends, when I finish watching a TV show. Like, I feel like a massive hole has just entrenched its way into my life. It, it's... Because I've just, I've just been watching Scrubs. Like, I've just rewatched Scrubs for the first time in, like, years. And I went through all nine... Yes, yes, I watched the ninth season as well. So you can judge me on that one. Um, but yeah, I went through all nine seasons... And I finished it a few days ago, and I always get this, like, really weird, overwhelming sense of sadness whenever a TV show ends. And I often find, like, I, I equate shows that I've watched to certain periods in my life. Like, especially a lot this year, because obviously we've, like, we've been in lockdown and, you know, we haven't been able to go anywhere much this year, obviously, due to everything that's going on. So, like, I've sort of, I equate certain points in time to the TV show that I'm watching at that period. So, like, lockdown was, like, Arrested Development and BoJack Horseman and this this summer holidays, because I work in a school, so, you know, I, I have, like, six weeks off of summer. So, summer, this summer holidays has just been scrubs. And now I've got nothing to watch, and my life just feels really empty. It's so strange. Yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from because like it, it's weird because I think now with like Netflix and like binging and stuff like that like you could watch everything in one go and because like you're doing it all at once you're consuming such like a massive you know sorry I just lost track of myself for a minute then yeah you're saying I was saying like um because like you consume everything in such a, a small you consume such a large amount in such a small span of time like, it really sort of, it, it feels like it's part of your life. I know that sounds really weird, but it feels like it's it's part of your life at that exact moment. Do you know what I mean? You Like you say, you watch, how long did it take you to watch it? Was it, uh, it was just, just over a month it took me to watch the whole thing. Just over a month. Okay, so like, yeah, that thing becomes a massive part of your life because you're consuming such a big amount in such a small time and that's like it becomes like the primary sort of function in your life and it's so weird how like tv shows can do that because obviously it didn't used to be that way because like in the past when you watch tv shows unless you had like a dvd or something but even with dvds i, I wasn't binging to the extent that i do with like netflix or something but even like when when tv shows were on like, you'd only have, like, one a week. So it wasn't like you were, you know, constantly watching and watching and consuming all these episodes one after another. You had to wait. So I think now with, like, binging and stuff, it sort of creates that culture where you do take it all in in sort of one go. And then when it's over, you're sort of like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Because, like, I've spent the last few weeks of my life pinning everything on... Well, not pinning anything on this thing, but, like, you know sort of, you know, giving it my undivided attention, and now it's over, and it's like, well, what, what do I do now? I've, I've got, like, this empty hole in me. Um, that, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it sort of, it feels strange, because, like, yeah, like you say, like, you, you consume everything in one go, and then it's like, you sort of have to kind of replace it. Yeah, exactly, you have to kind of find a way to fill the void. I know that sounds so weird, because, like, at the end of the day, it's only a TV show. In the grand context of your life, it doesn't really mean that much. 
but like yeah you do have to find something to fill the void because like you just you just get bored if you've got nothing to especially when you've had the time off that we've had you've got nothing to channel into yeah exactly and like you said yeah it, it does it does sound kind of weird doesn't it because the end of the day we're just talking about a tv show but yeah i think especially in these kind of times where you've not really got a lot i mean i know everything's sort of opened up a bit more now um but especially during the last few months where you've had to find a way to constantly entertain yourself so if you haven't really got something on the go it's kind of difficult to yeah it it, it feel it feels weird and i have this weird thing where the the thing that i'm watching at the time like i become so attached to it that i find it difficult to go and watch something else because i'm so into this thing and I, I often find that when i finish watching a tv show i then go and like i go and listen i go and watch interviews with like the actors that have been in it or i go and listen to podcasts with the actors that have been in it like at the moment i'm listening to the uh, fake friends no uh, fake doctors real friends podcast that um zach braff and donald Faison are doing and yeah i've been listening to that pretty much since I stopped watching Scrubs because I'm not I'm not quite ready to let go of the Scrubs portion of my life just yet. Um, so yeah, it's sort of how it goes is that I, I watch the TV show from start to finish, and then I've decided that I'm not quite finished with it yet. So then I go and like I go and watch interviews with the actors, or I go and watch sort of other you know I might, I might watch other things that they've been in, or just listen to interviews or read articles about them. It's it's very weird. It's it's I. I I sound like a saddo for finally getting that out there, but yeah, that that is kind of yeah, that that's kind of my process. Yeah, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. I don't like I don't have the same sort of extent really that you do. Um, I don't go to those lengths, but like I I do understand where you're coming from because like you, when you, when you finish a show, you know, especially one as long as Scrubs, it does feel like there's this kind of weird sadness around it because obviously it's like oh it's over now what do you know how how am i gonna how am i gonna fill the void so yeah i can understand why you go and like watch things and obviously the the podcast i haven't actually listened to it yet i've heard good things about it it's really good it's really good just check it out it's yeah it is really good but yeah i i, I totally sort of i totally get your mindset like it's it must be yeah, you gotta find something to fill, fill the void. So, how was your Scrubs rewatch? Was it good? Yeah, it was. It was. It was weird. It was. It was the first time that I'd watched it in in years. Probably about four or five years. It's been a long time. And I was when I first discovered it. Obviously, I was obsessed with it. It was one of my favorite shows. I watch it constantly. But yeah, this is. Um, it's been quite a long time since I last watched it. And um, it's weird, there's so many things that you sort of, you don't, you sort of forgot happened. And like there was, I, I kind of forgot how deep it was because when you watch Scrubs or when you, when you picture Scrubs, like you sort of, you think about the silly moments and you think about the, you know, JD and Turks just mucking about and, and, and things like that and silly things that they get up to. And then you kind of forget all the deeper storylines that happen in it, like when, you know, when Ben dies and Dr. Cox really struggles to, to go through that process. And then there's that episode where 
he loses three patients and completely spirals. And those are the moments that you don't really, or the, certainly that I didn't think about until I rewatched it. And I was like, oh yeah, that happened, obviously. And then, yeah, I, I sort of forgot how kind of deep it got at times. So yeah, it was it was really fun going back and rewatching it again. And I think especially when it's been such a long time since you've last watched something, and you sort of because sometimes when you watch something over and over, it sort of it gets to the point where, like, you don't laugh at things that you used to laugh your ass off at and um yeah cause sometimes you can sort of you can over you can overdo it can't you so it was nice sort of watching a show that i hadn't watched for quite a while because normally I, I sort of because i have such limited interest in things i only watched the sort of same four or five shows on a loop and obviously it'd been quite a long time so it was nice to go back and, and sort of re-remember re all those things that you forgot and sort of laugh at those things all over again so yeah it was really nice to to actually go back and do all that yeah it's been such it's for me it's been a really long time as well since i watched scrubs obviously i haven't gone back and rewatched it like you have but yeah i i sort of you remember the funny moments like when dr cox is going off on one of his rants and you know when you know jd and turk are doing eagle and uh, th those are the bits that i remember and then ted as well um just you know being a a, a bit of a loser really um, so yeah, those are the those are the standout things that I remember. There's there's stuff that obviously I I must have forgotten as well. It's, you know some of the stuff that even you mentioned about those stuff with the patients dying and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. But like I'm sure if I went back and watched it, I'd be the same as you. Like oh yeah yeah this this happened and, st and stuff like that. So yeah, it's um yeah it's it's a really f you know funny show and you know I, I probably should go back and rewatch it sometime. suppose the most suitable thing we have to talk about really is kind of this year as a whole really i mean what a what a crazy crazy year this has been in general it's just been unbelievable this is this is like nothing else that we've ever seen before it's it's absolutely crazy you, you know to think back in in I think it was January when we were first hearing about all this stuff, like when it when the first outbreak happened in China, and we were sort of hearing about it on a small scale, like it was affecting certain areas of China, and parts were being locked down and all that kind of stuff, and then events in China were being cancelled because of it. But even then, I had no idea that it was going to spread the way it has and just completely bring the world to a stop i mean it's been absolutely crazy this year and obviously we over here we had our lockdown in it was mid-march it happened and uh, we were locked down solid for a good couple of months i'd say i think mid-march to about mid-may um, and then we started opening up again very slowly the school started reopening in june and then other stuff happened um you know things like pubs and you know restaurants and things like that slowly started to reopen but i mean I, no one could have foreseen this when we when we sat down at the start of the year and we were all like new decade new year new decade let's have a reset let's make this one to remember and i mean it's going to be one to remember unfortunately for all the wrong reasons but it's been such a such a crazy crazy year 
and uh, yeah, we're we're never we're never gonna forget this year at all. This I mean, this year is gonna end up in in history books. You know, people are people are gonna learn about this in future generations. People are gonna learn about this in schools, and you know the impact that it had on the entire world and the you know society as a whole. You know, I've never seen anything in my lifetime. I mean, granted, I haven't lived on this earth for a, a massive amount of time, but I've not seen anything on such a scale that has brought the earth effectively to a complete standstill. I mean, I know we're in a much more positive place now than we were, but I've never seen anything with that kind of devastating effect on on society as a whole, like you say, and you know it's just it, it's devastating it really is and obviously i you know I've, i feel sorry for you know my thoughts with anyone who is personally af affected or have had a family member that have been personally impacted by this this disease and it's um yeah it, it's it's i mean it, it's yeah i i can't find the words it, it it really is like you say it's crazy you know that that we could be in lockdown for you know three months you know we're slowly starting to rebuild you know no one could have seen this happening at the start of, you know the start of the year you know we've never faced a situation like like this before and i mean i mean you, can, you can't say it won't happen again you know and the scary thing is we're, we're not even out of the woods yet you, you, you know you, you can't say for certain when this is all going to be over, you, you know, you have no idea when we're going to be in a place that we're totally safe. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been a, it's been a very, very strange time. It's been, um, a very, very unconventional time. And I just hope that we, we see some kind of light at the end of the tunnel sometime soon because what's this it's nearly like half a year now since the sort of wider world started being affected and um yeah it's uh <laughs> I, can't, I can't i still can't find the words to describe it yeah i know, I know. it's um it, yeah it, it's weird how it, i i find it strange how you adjust so quickly to the circumstances like how quickly like when I was watching a TV, like this is weird, really weird. Like for example, when I'm watching a TV show and I see, I saw two people getting close to each other and touching each other, and I was like, "What, what, 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 what are you doing that for?" You know, it it was it stuff like that, and obviously how sort of wearing a mask now is is sort of sort of normal, and how quickly society kind of. Or you sort of adapt your ex you you adapt your expectations to to whatever's going on, and you you sort of almost forget in a sense what normal kind of felt like, because for us it seems like such a long time ago. And to think this this is like an entire, assuming that this is going to carry on for some time, like this is virtually an entire year, of all our lives that have, that has effectively been chalked off. Like, it, it is though, isn't it? it? It's like, yeah, an entire year has just been put to the wayside because of 
all of this awful stuff that's that's happening and that's a very sort of shallow way of looking at it and obviously I, I don't really mean it like that but um yeah it's it's just um it's such a it's had such a devastating impact on everything and um all i hope is that like you really that we we see some kind of of light at the end of the tunnel soon um things seem to be progressing pretty well in in the uk at the moment although you, you can't really speak too soon but obviously we were one of the countries like you that were, that were worst affected by all this when it was at its peak so the fact that we're obviously we're in a much more positive position now means that hopefully we'll start to see the end of the the tunnel soon but yeah i mean i i've never known anything like it it's just been it's unparalleled really compared to anything else i've never known i've never known a situation to cause such devastation really and you you know obviously like you know my thoughts with everybody that's that have been personally affected and to those that have, that have sadly lost their lives because of this and yes it's just it's yes yeah, crazy it's absolutely crazy so like has this kind of this whole pandemic has it affected the way you view things in life has it altered your perspective and maybe your expectations within your life like have, have you had like any kind of epiphanies during this pandemic yeah big time um it's, it's put a lot of of you know I, th I think for everybody really it's put a lot of perspective on things certainly in my life it's given me a lot of time to think about you know things that i i sort of want to do in the future when this is all over uh, it's given me a lot of time to sort of yeah just just reassess really you, you know because that's the thing you're, you're given we were given so much sort of time really obviously not for that specifically but obviously we had a lot of time in lockdown to sort of you know so it's a lot of time in your own head and obviously your brain's constantly ticking and and you know assessing stuff and yeah i think for me massively i, I think it's um it's definitely changed a lot of things for me. It's made me more motivated to, to try and actually just do stuff rather than putting stuff off because, you know, I've spent my entire life putting stuff off and leaving stuff until the last minute and things like that. And uh, obviously with this pandemic going on and people, you know, needlessly losing their lives it sort of makes you think like there's you, you know you can't keep putting stuff off anymore because you have no idea what's going to happen you know you know in the in the future so yeah i, th I think definitely for me I, I think it's it's definitely shifted a few things in my mentality that i'm definitely going to take on board and once this is all over um hopefully i'm gonna apply them to my life but yeah yeah that's me anyway what about you is is there anything that you that you've sort of taken from it i i think for me it's it's appreciation i think for like my my family primarily um you know it it's allowed me to spend a lot more time with with 
my family than the normal. I, I say I say it loud. It's not really the the sort of the right word, but you know what I mean. It's like it it's um, yeah. I spent a lot more time with my family during the quarantine than I would normally, and obviously it sort of made me appreciate what I have a little bit more because obviously when you're you know you're hearing about all this loss of life and all of these people that have like needlessly lost loved ones because of this and yeah you, you, you know it's um it it has made me think in in that kind of aspect like how much i appreciate what i have around me and um you know that i'm going to be much more appreciative going forward and you know just just make sure that everybody in my life sort of knows how important I am to them and um yeah that's pretty much it really and then obviously sort of similar to yours really just make sure that I make the most of my opportunities and you know just apply myself to to things that I wouldn't normally have done because like you say, you know, we don't know when this ride is ending. So I, I suppose we've got to make the most of the opportunities that, that we have. You know, I think, I think I'm falling out of love with gaming. I really do. Um, I just can't... I can't settle on anything at the moment. I mean, my, my interest in gaming is kind of limited anyway because of I, I just have limited interest in general so it's, it's generally like sports games like i mean i it used to be fifa not interested anymore because it's shit um f1 games football manager kind of stuff like that and yeah I, I feel like finally i didn't think this day would come but i feel like i'm finally falling out of love with gaming it's taken me nearly a quarter of a century but um yeah, I, I didn't think the day would come. It's it's very, very strange. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I hear you totally. I'm in a similar situation. You know, I... Obviously, my, my situation is different. You know, I'm in my 30s now. I'm kind of, you know, I got a family. I'm, I'm you know, I suppose I'm in, I'm in a different stage of my life to you. So I, I guess real life kind of took over for me. Um, so as a result, obviously gaming less and less even though I got like two young kids um, I find myself sort of gaming less and less and things that used to intrigue me in the past don't really anymore and, and whether it's just time away and that that's kind of made me lose interest um I don't really know but yeah I, I sort of I yeah I see what you're saying I think it's something that every adult goes through at some point who is who's into gaming they sort of reach a point where their their brain wants them to grow up and it's like if if you want to follow that or not so yeah i i, I get where you're going through I, I say that like you're going through something really bad um but but yeah i i, I think something unfortunately i think it's something most adults adult gamers go through at some point and it's it's up to you whether you want to fight it or not or whether you you wanna, yeah, you wanna carry on. I suppose. I feel like we're getting very very philosophical, um, for for th this kind of this kind of thing. But yeah, I I suppose I yeah, I you might be right. Maybe my brain is trying to get me to mature, and I don't want to, so I'm trying to 
find a way to to fight against it. I don't know. I don't know how the brain works. I don't know. I don't know how my brain works. Anyway, um, but yeah, I've been playing. Um, been playing F one twenty nineteen. No, not F one twenty nineteen. F one twenty twenty. Lately, I was that's been out for about a month now. I've been playing that on and off. I, I've been enjoying it. Um, you know, the my team career is really good. Um, and I, that's pretty much the only mode I've played. So I suppose we're given that it's been out a month, and I've been able to play that for a month pretty much solid i suppose that's that's pretty good going you know for for a game mode and for for my sort of attention span anyway so yeah i've been playing that i've been playing gta 5 i mean i, I still play that pretty regularly even regularly even though it's been out for god knows how many years now so six seven years now and still no sign of gta 6 i mean i get i get it I get that because you know GTA 5 is one of the best games ever made. So why not bask in that glory? Um but yeah, uh, yeah, apart from that, I've I've been struggling apart from those two games because when you play one game for a long time and you, you get bored and it's like it's like the scrubs thing all over again. You you pile all your efforts into one thing and then when that one thing is either over or it gets boring and you've got nothing to fill the void there's yeah you you're screwed really so yeah that that's me i've been trying to trying to keep myself entertained with f1 um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah i mean i i haven't bought f1 2020 as of yet i played 2019 quite a bit that was quite fun um but f1 2020 just haven't had the time um to play it yet um you've been keeping tabs on on the 2020 season in real life yeah, I have. I mean, I mean, I watch. I've watched F one religiously since I was about about seven, eight years old, something like that. So yeah, I've been keeping tabs on it. Uh, I mean, we all know what's going to happen, don't we? You know, Mercedes are, are on another level. Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, it's all on Verstappen really, um, and then it's pretty much everybody else. Ferrari. My God, I I don't know what's going on with them this year, but. Uh, it's, it's so strong. I mean, obviously they, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know whether people, the thing is, right, I don't know whether to enter into this kind of debate or this discussion because there seems to be like two types of people. There are people who absolutely love Formula One and then there are people who think it is like the most fucking boring sport on earth and it, it's just cars going around in circles. I don't want to hear you talk about that. And it, it's kind of, yeah, you sort of when you start talking about F one on a non F one kind of platform, it's very it's weirdly divisive. Like there there are so many people like, especially on Twitter, is that what one thing I sort of gather from that is that people either love it or they absolutely hate it and they think it's the most fucking boring thing ever. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I I mean I don't see that so much over here because you know like Formula One isn't like the the primary motorsport over here because obviously we got like IndyCar and NASCAR and, and things like that so I, I don't see that as much I mean I yeah the, the love for F1 over here is, is obviously not anywhere near that of an IndyCar or a, a NASCAR um, but we, we don't I, I don't tend to see as much of that kind of division I suppose um, but but yeah, it, it's weird, isn't it? I, th I think it's one of those, like, you're either into it or you're not. And 
but that's the the thing I don't get is like it's at the end of the day it's like a it's a personal interest like like you say you're either into it or you're not but the thing is like if if you hate something I don't get why you have to announce to people that you hate something it's like oh yeah I hate this because this fine that's fine don't don't watch it then don't have anything to do with it it's like when you give like a subjective opinion on something and people are like well that's wrong and I'm like, well no it's not wrong it's it's a subjective opinion there is no right or wrong answer you know you can love f1 or you can hate f1 both opinions are fine there's nothing wrong with that okay that's that's fine you don't have to criticize somebody else for liking something that you hate or hating something that you like it's that's that's the kind of thing i, I don't get is that everybody has the right everybody has the right to an opinion but everybody has the right to a subjective opinion and it's okay for them to to like something that you you don't like i don't see why people especially on twitter sort of go out of their way to sort of have a go at people that have a different opinion of a different subjective opinion to them because at the end of the day it really doesn't matter everybody is entitled to their own interests and it's at the end of the day it's got nothing to do with you so like if i saw somebody like i mean for example over here obviously we've got rugby obviously i don't think you're as familiar or it's not as big anywhere near as big over there for you but we've got rugby personally i'm not a fan of rugby but if I saw something on the Twitter on my Twitter timeline I wouldn't automatically go to that thing and be like oh, I fucking hate rugby it should be banned it should I hate you so take it off my timeline because I don't like it wow you know you know uh, I, I, I just don't I know this is completely unrelated to what we were talking about but I, I don't know why that sort of thing happens no I I, I totally agree I I think yeah it's it's I can understand, like, if it's an objective thing, if it's, like, a a matter of fact, like, this is right and this is wrong kind of argument, then I could kind of understand why you would, you, you, you would have that disagreement with somebody. You know, if somebody holds an opposing view that you deem to be inappropriate or offensive or, you know, something like that, I can totally understand why you would go out of your way or you know, to say something, but a simple, like, you know, I like this, or, you know, this, this entertains me, or whatever, yeah, I, I don't understand why people, you know, go and, go and target those who, who have a different opinion to them in, in that regard, because, you like, what does it achieve, you know, it's, Okay, it's all well and good saying you hate something, but that's not going to stop me from loving it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, in that in that way, I, I totally get what you're saying. I don't understand that. I think there's a difference between a... there's Yeah, like you say, there's a difference between a matter-of-effect opinion and a subjective opinion. And I think both types are very different. You, you know? Somebody could say, I like strawberry, and... You know what? What's it going to matter if you hate strawberry? You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like if you see someone on Twitter, and they say like, um, "I like blue," and I go over and go, "I fucking hate blue. It's a shit color. Fuck off my timeline." You know? You know? It, it's kind of 
I mean, I, I've never seen it to that extent. <laughs> it's it's kind of that that kind of equivalent, really. It's it's okay to let people like something without bashing it yourself because you hate it. It's no, it's exactly, uh, and yeah, I I will never I I never understand that personally. It's but I think it's just a part of of social media these days unfortunately that that's what you get you, you know it's just uh it's such a toxic atmosphere nowadays like tw i mean twitter's i think twitter has always been toxic to an extent but i think now it's really it's gone really bad like you can't even have yeah you can't have an opinion on anything without someone from the other side coming down on you like a ton of bricks and i don't it's weird, when I was sort of four or five years ago, I used to tweet all the time. You couldn't get me off Twitter. Nowadays, it's just sort of like, I go there a couple of times a day, check up on people that I'm most interested in, see if they've tweeted anything new. But apart from that, it's just, it's not what it used to be. It really isn't. It's not what it used to be. And there's so much toxicity now on there. And it's just, it's kind of sad to see. But I, I, I think... I think those people were, they were probably always like that. They just never had the platform to express it before. And now with Twitter, you can sort of, you can contact anyone from anywhere across the world and, and have a conversation or an argument with them. So you've got much greater reach to be like that. So yeah, I, th I think it's just, it's just the way it's gone, unfortunately. But I mean, there's still, there's still a lot of, about Twitter that I like, you, you know, I, I, I still probably the the social network that I use the most. Um, but yeah, it just seems to have turned into a bit of a sort of, I don't know, like not turf war, but yeah, I, I don't know really. It's, it, it's not what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. No, it is not. Definitely not. I mean, I've been on Twitter yeah, I've I've had several accounts over many years, and yeah, it's it's yeah. I remember days of old where you could just you know follow people, follow a small group of people that you had the same interests in, and there would never be any kind of toxic behavior. You know, even if you had differences of opinion, you could always sort of debate maturely. And yeah, that just doesn't happen anymore. There always seems to be that one guy that's kind of like fuck you and, and like it it's it yeah it's a, like you say a very strange um yeah not what it used to be for sure but um yeah i suppose that's just the, the way it's going unfortunately okay so i think that just about wraps everything up um this is kind of we kind of did this on a whim because it's one of those things we just thought fuck it why not so here we are um so this is the very first time that we've done this, so it's not going to be perfect, it's not going to be polished, there's probably going to be stuff that frustrates you or whatever, but we're learning, we're learning how to do this, and yeah, we're, I'm going to try and edit it the best I possibly can, sort of cut out all the ums and the ers and the, the stuttering and all, I'll, I'll do my best, I'm not making any promises, but that's that's fine, you know, we're learning, we, we will we'll improve, I'm sure as time goes on, hopefully, um, but yeah, thank you, thank you very much for listening, for taking the time to listen, if you got to this point, um, if you, I mean, I, I don't know how this works, I've never even uploaded to a podcast, can you like them, can you give them a thumbs up at some point, I don't even know which sites I'm going to put these on, 
sites where I don't have to pay. And that I got to work that out as well, you know, before I properly commit to this. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, give it uh, whatever you can give it. Um, if you can leave, I think you can leave reviews, can't you? Yeah, if you want to leave a review, leave a review, whatever, whatever your opinion is, it's fine with me. Um, and from Ben and myself, uh, I'm Daniel, by the way. Don't don't think I actually mentioned that. Um, um, yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please do whatever you need to do with whatever options you have available to you. And if you want to recommend us to your friends when we actually have a name, um, you know, share it wherever you can if you'd like to. Um, but yeah, thank you once again. And um, we will see you, well, not see you, but you will hear us next time. Thank you very much. And we will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.